0: I even knew she was speaking it's just something God orchestrated but the church of God in its declaration of faith says holiness to be God's standard of living for his people if you turn with me to Ezekiel 44 go with me to Ezekiel 44 starting at verse 10 Whether you go in your Bibles or in your devices whatever Hold on, seniors are in the house. Amen, amen. I'm I'm there now. Ezekiel 44 verse 10. And the Levites who went far from me when Israel went astray, who strayed away from me after their idols, they shall bear their iniquity. Yet, they shall be ministers in my sanctuary, as gatekeepers of the house, of ministers of the house. They shall slay the burnt offerings and the sacrifices for the people, and they shall stand before them and minister to them, them being the people. Because they minister to them before their idols, and cause the house of Israel to fall into iniquity therefore I have raised my hand in an oath against them says the Lord God that they shall bear their iniquity verse 13 and they shall not come near to me to minister to me as a priest or come near to any of my holy things or my most holy place but they shall bear their shame and their abominations which they have committed. Nevertheless, I will make them keep charge of the temple for all its work, for all that has been done in it. And what God is talking about right here is the priests that went astray, the priests that knew that Israel went astray and Israel was worshiping idols, And they were still preaching to them. They were still teaching them. They were living in that kind of life. He says, I'm going to let them keep operating. I'm going to let them keep doing what they're doing. But he says, I'm never going to let them come near to me. They will never be able to minister to God. And if you look at Romans 11 in verse 29, it says that the gifts and the calling that God gives someone is irrevocable. He never takes it back. But you may only be able to minister to people and never to God. Now going down to verse 15, but the priests and the Levites, the son of Zadok, who kept my charge and my sanctuary when the children of Israel went astray from me. They shall come near to me. They shall minister to me. They shall stand before me and offer me the fat and the blood says the Lord. And they shall enter my sanctuary and they shall come near to my table to minister to me. And they shall be whenever they enter the gates of the inner court. They shall put on linen garments that have no wool. They shall come upon them or minister to them within the gates of the inner court in this house. They shall have linen turbans on their head and linen trousers under their garments and on their bodies, they shall not clothe themselves in anything that could cause sweat. Now, if you look up trousers in Exodus, in the book of Exodus, you see that trousers were something that went from the waist to the thigh. If you looked at some different translations of the Bible, instead of saying linen trousers, they will say linen undergarments. We're talking about the things that cannot be seen, but the priests that operate in the temple, they can't sweat because if they sweat, they're unclean. So God has them put on clothing that will not allow them to sweat. The sweat will not touch them. Now understand this, under the New Testament, you are all priests. We were all priests in his temple. It tells us that in Peter. It also tells us that in Revelation. Verse chapter 5. Verse 10 says. And they made us kings and priests to our God. And we shall reign on the earth. So as you see. The beginning of of verse 10. It talked about a certain group of priests. And in verse 15. It changed to a different group of priests. But no one was allowed into that holy place itself. But only those that were permitted to enter the inner court. Now the first group of priests were only allowed in the outer court. They were allowed where the sacrifices were taking place. They were allowed where things were going on. They ministered to the people. But it's the second group of priests. They were allowed into the inner court. They got in to minister to God. The question becomes, who has access to God? I mean, it's not a new question. The tabernacle had strict regulations, governing access to different areas, just like Mount Sinai did with the Ten of meetings. But in Ezekiel's vision here, the rules and the access become even tighter. And it's the basis for those rules that things of our past disobedience and the party's concern are tight. And it says those who have proven themselves obedient are rewarded with the closest access to the center. But those that are stray, they're only allowed limited access. If you look at Psalm 24, verse 3, it says... Who shall ascend into my hill of the Lord, or may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol, or sworn deceitfully. Now at this time of this writing, Eli was the priest. But as you read about things about Eli, he had become lazy. Certain writings say he'd become obese. He was getting blind. His sons were corrupt. They were stealing from the sacrifices of the people. Some translations and some other versions of the Bible and the stories say that his sons were having sex with members of the congregation. I mean, it was just not a good thing. They were totally consumed by the flesh. The flesh ruled them. Their family was just a mess. Eli's ministry was a wreck. And he was just, what he was just doing is going through the motions. And you all know people that go to church and go through the motions. You know, they raise their hands, they sing the song, but there's nothing in their heart. They go home, they live the same, life they lived before they came into church so again we go back to Romans 11 29 when it says the gifts and the callings are irrevocable God will not take them back he will allow you to operate in those for a season but everybody if you're living bad you're going to pay for it people get comfortable in their sin if you look at Ezekiel Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verse 11. When a crime is not punished quickly, people feel it's safe to do wrong. I mean, you know that happens with people. You know that happens all the time with people. You know, you, you cheat once on your income tax. You yeah. get away with it, you do it again. Until yeah. finally you get audited. You know, you cheat on a spouse, sooner or later you get caught. You cheat on an employer, you embezzle money, whatever whatever crime you commit. The first time you get away with it, you get away with it. And you do it again, you do it again, you become comfortable in your iniquity, but sooner or later you get caught. And this is what happened in Israel. He says in verse 10 and 11, And the Levites, who went far from me, when Israel went astray, who strayed away from me after their idols, they shall bear their iniquity. Yet they shall be ministers of my sanctuary as gatekeepers of the house, ministers of the house. They shall slay the burnt offerings. They shall make sacrifices for the people. They will stand before the people and minister to them. I mean, you see this, you know, you turn on television and you watch these televangelists, some of them, you think, wow, God is really blessing them. You know, he wants $1,000 from 1,000 people so he can get a new check. You know, you know all those things. Mm -hmm. But you don't know what's going on inside. You don't know what the life is like at home. I mean, people can always put on a good show but that's only the outward appearance. And people have a real tendency to judge a book by its cover. Because we don't know what's going on inside people. We don't know what's going on at night when they sit home by themselves or, or they sit with their spouse or their family. We don't know what they're doing. But God knows. God knows. We tend to judge them by how they look. Oh, that person plays that guitar so well. Oh yes, we gotta have him. But he's home getting drunk every night. You know? We just don't know these things. And we have to learn these things. God is looking at the priesthood at two very different priesthoods. The one of Eli, which is impure, but he will still use them. He will still allow them to minister. Mm -hmm. So you sit there and you wonder why. Why, God, are you going to let somebody that isn't living right, and you know it, still minister for a season? And I was really baffled, because I read that scripture, and I, I kept reading it, and I kept going over And I'm saying, why, Lord, will you let somebody do this? You know, why don't you just squish him like a bug? Same way you didn't do Adam and Eve. And God says, no, my word will not go out void. That's right. So even if someone is not living right, but they're spreading the gospel, and someone is hearing it, Yes. God will use them That's right. for a season. Amen. He will give them time. It, it's the great mercy that God has. It's the grace that we live under. Yeah. I mean, without God's mercy, where would any of us be? Amen. Amen. Where would any of us be without the mercy of God on our life? Like That's that? right. I mean, we have no right to to judge somebody else and say things, we, God's grace gets poured out on us just like it gets poured out on everybody else. So God will give you the opportunity and the time to straighten your life out. Yes. He will give you that season. He doesn't take back his gifts. He said, if they sing, let them sing. If they play music, let them play music. If they can preach, let them preach. If they teach, let them teach. If they run a great business and they call it Christian's business and they're getting out my word, that's fine. Yes. I mean, look at this. God loves everybody so much. He gives us such an opportunity to change. Yes. Thank you. Scripture says, if you turn from your wicked ways, you will hear from heaven. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean look at that. God used the donkey. God used the whale. God even used the worm. As long as his word gets out. Amen. So why not use musicians? Teachers and preachers and stuff, as long as they're spreading the word. Yes. As long as they're touching the heart. Let God be the judge. But God's mercy just isn't lacking on us. Mm-hmm. For there will be excluded those that aren't living right mm-hmm. from ministering to God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you. But I come in here, I want to minister to God. Yes. I want a relationship with God. Yes. A relationship with God is the most important thing. Yes. That's why I he poured out his mercy on me. That's why he covered me with his grace. To allow me to be righteous in his sight and have a relationship with him. Yes. I want to be able to get into that holy place yes. and minister to God. I want to be able to get down on my knees and thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you've done for me. But there's people in churches everywhere that just go through the motions. And God said, they will not minister to me. They will not minister to me. They will not minister to me. God's willing to use their gifts. He gave them to them, but he's not willing to let them anywhere near Him at all. Then you take the priests of Zadok who kept charge in his sanctuary, whose children, when he ministered, they did not go astray. He said, those Those priests, they can come and minister to me. They did not go astray. They can offer to me the fat. They can offer to me the blood, says the Lord. And they can minister to me. They shall sit at my table. They shall keep my charge. They can enter the gates of the inner court. They shall put on the linen garments. They shall minister within my house. They will put on linen trousers, linen undergarments, so they do not sweat. If you look at Genesis 3.19, it says, by the sweat of your brow, bodies shall not close themselves with anything that causes sweat but he says in Genesis 3 19 the sweat of your brow you will have food to eat you will do work until you return to the ground that you came from he's willing to let that go you're going to work all of us were born under a bad time and we will sweat Remember, the linen, trousers, and sweat is not seen. It's clothing that's not seen. And what God is saying here is the parts of your life that he sees and no one else sees. If those are right with me, then you're right with me and you can minister to me if you have that personal holiness, because the linen trousers are just symbolic to personal holiness. And only you and God know if you're qualified. I don't know, no one else knows, but you know and God knows. So there are two types of priests. They're the outer court priests, They are external, you see them, they're saved, they're going to heaven, but then they minister in their gifts, but they do not minister to God. And then there's the other group. And if you're in the one group, you say, God purge me. God sanctify me. Move me from one group to the other. I wanna minister to you. I mean, that's why we come to church, to minister to him. God looks at the heart. Man looks externally. But God looks at the heart. First Samuel 16, 7 says, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not judge this by the appearance of the height, for I have rejected him. The Lord doesn't see things the way you see things. And I thank God for that. Because the Lord sees things differently. Back in Exodus, if you minister to God without personal holiness, he kills you on the spot. Remember, they used to send the, the high priest into the holy place, the holy of holies. They'd tie a rope on him case he died when he got in there they could drag him out it's because if he wasn't living right if he didn't have holiness god killed him but god says now hey we live under a new covenant you have the opportunity if you're living right and you receive the mercy and the grace of god use it ministering to god has got to be the most important thing I mean, it's God's abundant mercy that he poured out on all of us. And we all have a chance. We have a second chance. We have a third chance. Whatever chance we need to come near to God and minister to him. So it becomes the priesthood of Eli or the priesthood of Zadok. Which one do you want? Who do you want to be? I mean, there's churches everywhere, there's priests everywhere, there's ministers everywhere. And some will get near to God, and some can't minister to God. There's pastors standing in the pulpits of churches all over the place that cannot minister to God. There's people sitting on worship teams, praise teams, musicians, teachers, they cannot minister to God. Because they have no holiness in their life. And God knows it. 2 Timothy 2.20 says, But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but of also wood and clay. Some for honor, some for dishonor. What's he talking about? He's talking about in a congregation. Some people are vessels of honor. Some are not. God wants every priest, everyone that is saved, everyone that is sanctified, everyone that is chastened after him to wear the linen trousers, to have that personal holiness because he looks at it. He judges you, not us. He wants everybody to live right privately. Living right when nobody's looking. used by God has got to be one of the most precious things you could ever do. Amen. I mean it has just got to be so precious. God is so resourceful and it's so precious. I mean I want to be like Jesus but it's going to take a lot of work to get me there. I, I got to be crucified first. <laughs> I crucify my flesh but I'm not going to be changed perfectly until I probably get to heaven I mean there's things I have to repent of sometimes daily I have to ask God forgive me for the thought, forgive me for this help me to be more like you, thank you for your mercy, thank you for your grace I mean I pray a lot, I read God's word I spend time chasing after him. Yes. And I want to be able to stand here and minister to him. Yeah. I want to minister to him. And, I mean, you could just feel his presence today. Oh, yeah. It was strong in this place. Amen. I mean, don't waste the anointing God's given you. Don't play with God's favor on your life. If he's put his favor on your life, don't play with it. I mean, you can lose it. Nobody wants to lose it. I mean, there's a real difference between the priesthood of Eli and the priesthood of Zadok. Jesus redeems, restores, and transforms. We have that on our wall. That's what we believe as a church that people can be redeemed, saved by the blood of Christ, covered by his blood. They could be restored through Jesus Christ and their relationship with Christ. And he can transform you from a priest of Eli to a priest of Zadok. God can do that. So the question becomes, do you want an intimate relationship with God? And you've got to chase after the Zadok priesthood. 2 Timothy 2.21 Therefore if anyone cleanses himself from the latter he will be a vessel of honor sanctified useful for the master prepared for good work. All we have to do is surrender ourselves and say Lord purge me sanctify me cleanse me I mean, we all have areas of our life that need it, that need purging. We all do. None of us in this place are perfect. No, not one. But if God purges the areas of our lives that we need to, we will have a church that chases after God and operates in the Zadok priesthood. Amen? Let's stand.